0: Thank you so much for joining us. This is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter, and today we are going to talk about education and preschool and education and how much is that important and why is that so important to talk about at this time, especially now when most parents are at home with their young children and what it means. (laughs) <laughs> it is Monday, the 30th of March, 2020. And I say that with some sort of a jolt because we're almost at the end of the first quarter of 2020. And what a significant year this has turned out to be. It's, I think we're still all hoping that maybe if we wake up tomorrow morning, it's not going to be 2020. I suspect right now I'm looking at my Twitter feed and it's blank. There's nobody on my Twitter feed. I'm suspecting that most people enjoyed the concert, the stay home concert too much last night, right? You guys stayed home a little bit too much last night. And most people have been on quarantine for the third week going forward. So most people are like, maybe if I sleep, I'll sleep it off. Maybe I'll wake up and it's still 2019 or it will be 2021. No such so luck. We're all going to have to write through this one. We're going to have to work this one out, write it out. So today I want to talk about education and ask you, how are you doing? I just want to hear from each and every one of you. How are you doing? How is it going? How are you feeling? Is it too much? Is the coverage of it too much? If it is, if the coverage of the coronavirus and the various efforts that they're making to make it better. Just tune it out. how are you really doing? How are you guys doing? How are you doing? Let me know. Uh, If you need someone to talk to, there are many resources that we can find because it produces this kind of heightened awareness, produces anxiety, and it's sometimes a trigger for other people, right? It's sometimes a trigger for those of us who have faced loss, for those of us who are in unsafe spaces. There are women Right now, who are at home with spouses, sit there and ruminate on it and think that that feeling will go away. It doesn't go away. You need to talk to someone. So reach out, DM me, and I can point you to resources in your area where you can find someone to talk to. Even you can talk on the phone to a therapist, and you will feel just as fine. Okay? But I just want you to know that it probably is going to. It's going to be okay, but it's going to take some time. Before it's okay, and it's that time that it's going to trigger something. But the therapist will be able to walk you through cognitive behavioral techniques to help you simulate and understand what is going on. I'm kind of warm this morning. It's uh, the 30th of March. totally shut down school for the rest of the year, especially those that would have closed in May anyway, right? But should preschool be a fundamental right? Anybody who is a parent understands what I'm talking about, because at some point after the baby is born, when the baby starts walking and talking, you have to get back to work, and you have to have some sort of institutionalized child care to help you so you can go to work. Very few of us can afford in-home care, so we can't afford to have a nanny who can stay home with a child while you go to work. For most parents, it is what it is. It is uh, you have to uh, take a child and uh, take a child to, um, to child care. Child care in the United States is very expensive. Uh, we've all seen that. Talk about when the government does not invest in child care, as much as it should. You have to ask yourself the question, why is that so? Why does the government not invest in child care? Is there a particular reason why the government does not invest in child care? I mean, I want to know, too, why is child care not an early childhood programs In the United States, children go to school, public schools at five. What happens between birth and desire? That's up to the parent. Now, in some states, they have what we call a universal preschool, where the state subsidizes it. You've heard of programs like Head Start, right? Where it's means tested, it depends on what kind of financial means parents have to, uh, to be able to get into Head Start. If you earn too much, you can't get into Head Start. I remember when my youngest daughter was born, how frustrating it was for me. We lived in Central Florida at the time. And it was very frustrating because I earned too much to afford Head Start. I remember my neighbor who was white, she used a different address to get into Head Start because she if she used her address, she couldn't have gotten in. And She was trying to explain it to me, and I couldn't get it. And I was like, no, that doesn't work, right? So Head Start became unaffordable. I mean, I couldn't access it, so I had to stay home until I could pay for it. And then, when I paid for it, I worked and he worked, but my salary was just enough to pay for it. It was ridiculous. That was like, look at this, right? And find themselves. It's anybody. This is why perhaps millennials aren't having children because childcare is ridiculously expensive, in a lot of states, it's up to the parents to pay for it. So. What do the politicians do about this? Well, let's look at that. Uh, the Democrats, on one hand, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, have a proposal for uh, you, uh, preschool to be universal. That means the federal government provides it through funded programs. Elizabeth Warren's uh, proposals, uh, Sanders. at then what do how does the public feel? Well let's look at the statistics. Let's look at what the statistics say. The statistics are that children who attend pre school prepares them for kindergarten. Preschool provides them with cognition skills. So they're able to count one, two, three, four, five, six and color and Danny was a bad boy today. Yeah, he threw up stuff. Stuff like that. It's cognition skills, right? Now, here's the thing. Where parents can afford to send their kids to preschool, those children also do better. So it becomes a question of affordability because they're better prepared for for school, right? They're better prepared for learning, long-term learning. Then she went to college. Had had it. So, but the thing with preschool, as Elizabeth Warren suggested, instead of it being a government mandated program, it could be that the program that is in preschool is something where children learn by playing, just like in just like the preschool programs that we send our children to. Both my children went to preschool uh, because. young enough, I think my youngest daughter didn't go to preschool until she was two, but between two and five, yeah, she went to preschool. It was it cost a lot of money. It was like $500 a week back then. It was very expensive. It was, we didn't understand. I mean, we were in a big church and most of the people in the church had young children, but they weren't in preschool. It's because it's ridiculously expensive. But it sets children up for later right? So you have to look at how, how much is, how we have to look at that. See, here's the thing with, with what's going on with our society. Our society is built, or this, my daughter refers to it as a sociological concept. She says it's called rugged individualism. It's part of the capitalist mentality. It's, it's that mentality that you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, how crazy is that concept? That's, People are all the time. You understand what I'm saying? Because in other countries where the investment is in, mandated by the government, here in America, it's rugged individualism. It's pull yourself up by your bootstrap. I'm so, if I hear one more person talk about pull yourself up by your bootstrap, I'm about to go postal on them. I swear to God, I'm sick and tired of it. Not everybody can do that. And the people who usually say so are people who are wealthy. So shut your fucking mouth because you don't know anything. you why it's not fair. One of the the, the, the factors that emerged from this study is that people, we tell people that they're to be pulled up by their bootstraps, but we find that children whose low-income parents who can't afford for my corporation. And you all need to just stop it. I know that that is true. Do you see what I'm saying? You have rugged individualism running the government. You, you, you're not. So think of Dow Chemicals, and I'm going to pass laws that favor large corporations. You are sad as an individual. You know what this shutdown has proven? Despite what they want you to believe, despite what the media wants you to believe, despite what large corporations want you to believe, guess who the economy runs on? the backs of the working class, the workforce defines the economy. When the economy shut down, people could not go to work. Everything ground to a halt. Everything and everything. The stock market had to shut down. What was it going to trade in? It values. That's rugged individualism for you. It explains a lot. We like to say that we're a society that is equal and distributory and it's no we're not. We're worse than the aristocracy in Europe. At least they just say, well, you have an inherent right because you're born to it. But that's what we do here. We practice it, we just don't call it aristocrats or aristocracy. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. You need therapy. And you need your worldview expanded. That's not how it works. Corporations give minimum wage jobs because they have to take all the profits so they can go trade it on the stock exchange so they can be called a billionaire. Right? Hey, folks over here are trolling me all. Right? But do you think what I'm saying? we got to start learning to be a little bit more empathetic and to take care of our people. I'm going to read you some uncomfortable statistics. You're not going to like it, right? Increase will be talk about we are the government listen to this some people say just like my viewers think that the government is babysitting children no we don't want the government to babysit children but we don't want the government to pay for it because after all when I work I pay taxes where does my taxes go to pass legislation for large corporations right We've got to come to a place where we recognize that having an educated and informed workforce starts early. And if we get to that point and look at the bigger picture, we will see the bigger picture. But if all you're going to looking at, or Tennessee, I can sit on my horse farm of 1,500 acres or 3,000 acres, 1,500 acres is probably small. Jesus is what am i talking about. Right? Then I, care about what happens to anybody else, then you need to excuse yourself and get out of the public sphere. Do you see what I'm saying? Because we have a problem. Look, I can personalize this all I want, but I want you to see too. I know that everybody who is a parent has had to send a child to preschool. Everybody. And because it's just what to child. That's what you think about. If you are thinking about having children, some people children just arrive. And even for those people whose children arrive, we got listen. If you the way that most of these folks look at government and look at running government and taking care of people, they don't see government as doing a job of taking care of the people. I suggest that they go form a little country made up of people who are just like themselves. can't think about running a country this size with these many people and not have some programs that will help them. That rugged individualism went out with the last century. Because in the last century, we didn't have 363 million people, most of whom earn less than 49000 a year. We didn't have that in the last century. We had maybe 20 million people, most of whom were farmers. That went out so what I'm saying is you have to adjust with the times. The problem with some of the current of politicians is that they're not adjusting with the time. These are, these are the same people who rejected data on climate change. And because they, rege- they didn't pay attention to the science, they didn't pay attention to the science that is causing this epidemic. These are the same people. And because they're not paying attention to the data, they're not getting the and the fact universally, that is subsidized by the federal government to take care of most of the people who live here. Everybody's not going to come forward and say, I'm going to send my kids to preschool. Make it elective. But if they do, there are programs in place to take care of it. Have you been into rural America? You think urban? See, the problem is racism again. Because everything is framed within the context of color. When they think of poor people in this country, you know who they think of? People who live in urban settings who are black. They don't think about the people who live in Appalachia and rural white folk who are farmers and have been farmers for hundreds of years and who are just as poor. They don't think about them. They never show you their images. What about those people? Where is the preschool program for them? They have to stay home. Instead of going to work at the dino or work at the fast food or work at the big box retailer in their community, they have to stay home with their kids. Then they have to drop their kids off with mama and big mama and drop their kids off with an uncle who probably starts having sex with the child from early. of this context where the money is made all the money in Michigan is made in Michigan go down to southern Michigan drive through farmland down there and tell me about poverty drive through some parts of Ohio Indiana, come on, talk to me where people live 20 miles apart how do those folks go to work and they don't look like me this is what I'm talking about do so you see what I'm saying? We've got to change the way we govern. If this pandemic has shown us anything, it's that we need to take a second look at what we call government. How are we governing the people whom we are supposed to take care of? You don't like it? You, it it, it was going to happen. The, the republic expanded. If you didn't like it, you should have just stayed to the 13 colonies on the east coast and be done. But we were traveling across the land, and I found out that the land was boundless. we got to do a better job of being American and for Americans. I think I'm going to give up. We're in the midst of a pandemic, right? Listen to me carefully. We're in the midst of a pandemic. We're here in Southeast Michigan, right? Here in the Detroit area, these folks vote Democrats. Every election cycle, except Trump in 2016 got 10,000 votes. One Michigan by 10,000 votes from here. Right? They turn the water off, flush toilets. When they use the bathroom, they can wash their hands. One of the recommendations for surviving this pandemic is to have. If you start feeling like you're coughing, is to moisturize your lungs. You know how you do that? By taking a warm, steamy shower. the kind that you and I are accustomed to taking twice a day. People haven't been able to do that. People can't get water. To drink. If you have to buy your water, how often are you going to drink water? Can you afford to wash your hands frequently? they turned the water off. The Democrats have turned the damn water off. They still haven't turned on the water for everybody. Do you understand what? Uh, here's my thing. You know, we're talking about politicians, right? This rugged individualism is not just perpetrated by the Republicans, it's a Democratic It's a political thing. Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. These people don't have bootstraps. We turned the water off on them. And now we're in the midst of public health. There was running water all of my life. Now, here I am in the United States, and you have places where you don't have running water. if people turn the tap on and there's no water because you overtax them. You charge the water rates so high. Love it, baby. Who's gonna do it? Person, tell me. It is. Do you understand what I'm we're in the on the Detroit News. You can go look it up some time ago. And it talked about a woman who had not running, who hadn't Of these homes where their water was frequently turned off because they couldn't afford to pay the bill. 2450 East Grand Boulevard in Detroit It's a senior living facility. It's the most disgraceful thing I'd ever encountered. At the time, Kwame Kipatrick was a man. And we had a lot of people who lived there who had to be taken care of by our healthcare team. And I went there, and the stench from the building. I couldn't believe it. So I went upstairs and I said, well, Why just like that? First of all, the management didn't even want me to come into the building. I guess they could see me coming from a mile off. And when I stepped down and I had an injury on the job that led them to this place, some had been married, their spouse died, fell into depression, fell into poverty, right? A lot of people were not necessarily in the auto industry, but they had an accident on the job that they them or they lost the job and could not get further. Because I was asking questions, like, why can't you go buy fresh fruit and vegetables? Why can't you eat better to lower your blood pressure, lower your blood sugar, that kind of thing? I had to listen to the people. And they said, well, you sent these folks out to us, but are you going to listen to what we have to say? So I had to sit down and listen. One day, he called me to say that the garbage was piled up and that the garbage chute—they hadn't taken up the garbage. So the garbage had backed up to the ninth floor because they hadn't taken up the garbage. I said that's impossible. I said maybe that explains why there are rats and roaches in the facility. I need to come down here, but don't say that I called you. I went down there. I kid you not And it So I went into the office They didn't want to let me in I told the security If you don't let me in I'm going to Really have a problem here I went into the office And I said You mean to tell me Or I'm going to call The local TV station I'm going to call Fox students, They're going to come down here And do the store Pick your choice Which one do you want I still called the mayor's office And I did tell them A couple of other things At the time Kwame Kilpatrick was The People were like Well his family I feel that I'm ready for the corruption. The government was kicked out of office a couple, maybe a year later or less. And eventually, maybe that explains why I don't have much empathy. Do you see what I'm saying? There are people, these are still our people. I can't just, you you, you can't just say that it's their fault and just leave it like it is. Where's your empathy? A growing group of children, and they have to babysit these children. I'm not like they bring you bring children in here to, to, to sit? can't i kid you not because the parents are struggling to get out of the cycle of poverty and trying to work Them to wash their hands and keep social distancing. Have we thought about that? See, when we think of America, we think of Washington D.C. and New York City, where the stock exchanges. The folks out in California, well, they have the ocean out there, so they're probably kind of a little different. They can go take a mountain view or something. Maybe that's why Californians have a different approach because they're just like, hey, we're relaxed out here. But when we think of this, do we are we really thinking about people and the impact of public policy on people? I just opened the conversation to talk about having uh, child care early child care and I'm getting, hey, we have to ask ourselves that. What is the point? If at the local level they're not doing it, then how are they going to do it at the national level? Here is the mayor of the city of Detroit okaying it's okay to turn water off on people. And I said and you didn't see the public health disaster coming from a mile away? And everything I have Ever read or known about public health is that you can't have water sitting, stagnant water sitting, and you've got to have running water. And here we are to running water, and people have access to early childhood education to break the cycle. And people are like, that doesn't benefit me. What do you want? A payout of 100 grand and a free ride on a corporate jet? and go play golf somewhere. And your child gets a guaranteed admission into some college. That's what you want. Then you are not working for we the people. I think we need to remember who we are and where this country started. We the people. Y'all remember that we the people, not the not the titans on Wall Street. You know. By the way, you're all jumping, top, especially you, Raven. This is for you and the folks like you who feel that rugged capitalists, you know where they are right now? They're not in New York City. They're in the Poconos. They're in the Catskills in New York. They're out in the Hamptons. They flew down to West Palm Beach But folks like you are still in the city. You can't get out because you can't afford to get out. You still believe in rugged capitalism and rugged individualism? Really what that means is not just that you pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. That you kill others off You don't have to kill people physically But you you cut them off You make sure they don't earn enough So they're always at the bottom So you are always on top happening here in the metro Detroit area Wealthy metro Detroiters are up north They haven't left the state But they're up north They're like man this is too crazy Too close I don't want them coming to me This is too close and they took off. They're the perpetrators of the public policies that hinder and harm people. We've got to look at this, that if this policy is not working, it needs to be tweaked and it needs to be, we need to look at it, because this has to be about the people. (laughs) Hold it with me. Amazon, one of the largest corporations in America does not pay corporate taxes. Corporations don't pay taxes. It's working people who pay taxes who pay the salaries of the government. I love this. I love just leveling it and telling the truth. We need to do a better job. We need to, it needs to be that we care about the people. It needs to be that. And then it did. Much to the demise of many people. Do you know a lot of folks are gonna die? You don't believe me? Go to my Facebook page and just scroll through it. The RIPS are killing me. I don't want to see another one. I don't want to see another person saying they tested positive. I don't want to see folks I know, whom I have talked to, whom I know. I don't want to see it because if they have the means and they can say so, what about the people who don't have the means? They're dying. My people perish for lack of knowledge, and from your lack of knowledge, because you are adhering to an ideology that you, don't, that you don't admit. It's not working even for you. As much as you want to support it, it's not working for you. Think about that. All the hedge fund managers on Wall Street are in the Hamptons. They have doctors and hospitals on call. They have an emergency urgent care doctor on call with, uh, with an arrangement for an air ambulance to pick them up and take them to the nearest center. And he had to come back within a few days because he was hospitalized as a result of exposure to the virus. He had to come back to the city to get into a hospital. Think again. We need to do a better job and it starts early. It's not going to hurt. We have the money. We're finding the money now, though. Was it a $2 trillion bill? I can't even believe that. We signed a $2 trillion stimulus bill. So where's the money coming from? the same place where the money could come from to provide early childhood education. Go deal with it. So I guess then, even I was saying that we couldn't afford to take care of everybody. I'm wrong. Don't give a fig about working people. And guess who the economy runs on? The working people, that part, we the people, that part, All right? I'm done. This is Harry uh, Honey, they flag. what you just said about Planned Parenthood. Um, this with everyone, you know, we got to get behind this. And to get to push this kind of stuff from never repeating again, we have to get behind it and push it away. And the only way it can be done is we, the people. Now you know what our strength is. Our strength is not in our cooperation. Our strength is in we, the people who are the workforce who go to work, and we, the people who push this through. We, the people, gotta push this forward. We gotta say, ah, time out. Y'all need to think again. This ain't working. Change this. This means change, right? Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. Hey, thanks for joining me anyway. Thank you, fashion designer.